Seattle to Charlotte or like just being around all black people like definitely, what was that like definitely um contrary to popular belief seattle's not fully white it's a lot of it's a large asian population yeah, it's green. there seattle's green <laughs> money wise and tree wise True, but, yeah. um, you are now tuned in to a power podcast network production welcome back to the keep the money on the floor podcast i am your host lex bibbs Today, I am joined with one of my friends, um, a good friend, uh, uh, a friend that likes to beat people up, but not in the way you think. <laughs> e, welcome to the Keep the Money on the Four podcast. How you doing? I'm good. You like I'm that good. intro? Yes, I was a little concerned. I was yeah, like, don't you make be, me sound hey, like a bully. <laughs> you do beat faces, right? I do. I do beat faces. Okay, we're going to get into that. How are you today on this rainy summer day? Um, My side actually isn't rainy. I'm in Concord, so we, we haven't gotten the rain yet, but it's probably raining by now. You live in the country of Concord. It's not. I didn't say country. I'm right behind the mall, so it's very civilized. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, what you been doing for fun during these these COVID times, man? It's been some interesting times over the last five months. What's what's been on your your agenda? What is fun? I literally like work my nine to five, and then if I'm not working my nine to five, I work for myself. So and being an entrepreneur is a twenty four twenty eight six jobs, so... For sure. I mean, it never stops. Yeah, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into uh, your your entrepreneurial um, bare beauty experience mm -hmm. um, a little later. So what is it that you do during the day? Um, for the most part, I'm working. Like, I work for AAA. Okay. Um, and so I work dispatch. I talk to... Um, our call center in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, or I'm talking to our drivers who help people that like need help on the side of the road because they're either locked out or, you know, they have a dead battery or a flat tire or whatever. But what I don't understand if we're in phase two, where is everybody going? Bro, people tired of COVID, man. People want to get back out in these streets. Okay, well, walk around the neighborhood. Nobody told you to go on a road people trip. People got to go to the grocery store. That's one time a week, not every day. And if you don't leave the house, you don't need gas. So I'm still trying to figure out where are you going. So you work for AAA, huh? Yeah. You get a friends and family discount? I don't. I'm up for uh, renewing my subscription. Okay. Okay, nothing. Okay. I only get a free basic membership, and I don't even use that because I don't go nowhere. Let me get a battery or something. I can't even give you a battery. <laughs> <laughs> they locked those up. <laughs> um, so, JCSU. Yeah. How did you hear about it? Um, me being far west um, as I was, yeah. there was a... A rep that was at a college fair that my mom took me to. Far west, like, explain. Oh, I'm from Seattle, Seattle Washington. Where it rains every day. It doesn't rain. Stop telling those lies. And Starbucks started out there. Starbucks, Microsoft, Amazon. Okay. Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Seattle Supersonics, rest in peace. Yeah. They're going to bring them back. I hope so, because we need a NBA team. We got a WNBA yeah. team. Okay. But, yeah, I'm from Seattle. Um, and so 
my mom was very prevalent about me going to an HBCU. Kids that grow, grew up in like a metro line area mm-hmm. or cosmopolitan area should definitely go to an HBCU, at least kids of color. So um, she made that happen. I went to a college fair and there was a lady or a rep that was, you know, in standing in for JCSU. And so she was telling me how her daughter was from Seattle. Also, she went to Smith and she loved it. And then I saw the little sign and was like, free laptop. And I was like, okay, so where do I sign up? Right, right, right. So all shout my- out, Shout all out the, to those uh, laptop days. <laughs> right. Um, and I, all the colleges on my list were HBCU. So I applied to Morgan State. I applied to Bethune-Cookman, um, of course, Smith. I applied to Tennessee State University, and we did an actual road trip. Like, we flew into D.C., drove to Baltimore, mm. saw Morgan, drove all the way down to Daytona Beach and saw Bethune. Then we did, um, I think we did Tennessee State, and then we did JCSU, and then JCSU, was, of course, was the last stop. And I was just like, huh? Oh, Everything you else. had to have been tired by the time you... I mean, we didn't do it all in one day. I know that, but I'm saying you flew tired. from Seattle to D.C., went yeah. to Morgan, went all the way down to Bethune. Yeah. Bruh. Because my, grand, my great-grandparents went to Bethune, and I was okay. like, okay, I'm trying to keep it in the family because my great-grandmother has this throw blanket, Yeah. a Bethune-Cookman College throw blanket, and I wanted it. And I was like, the only way I can get it is if I go to Bethune. I went to Bethune. I saw how close it was to the beach. I knew it was going to fail first day of class. I was like, nah, you it ain't gonna for me. You were going to be out there. Yeah, I wasn't going to be in class. I was going to be out having a hot girl summer before hot girl summer was even invented. Was even a thing. So what, so what year did you graduate high school? I graduated in 2009. Okay, okay. Um, random thought. Okay. I was saying this the other day. Can you imagine how lit a West Coast HBCU would be? No, I could not. I really Imagine couldn't. if it was like a HBCU on the West Coast. As West like an Arizona or like a California somewhere. Can you imagine that? It would have to be a dry campus. Right, that'd be the litest, no pun, <laughs> Right. HBCU ever. Right, because everything is in the desert on the I West Coast. I think it's still possible. We need to start one. All these... How do you start an HBCU? <laughs> Where they started, they listen, started in 2020 by Oprah, Jay-Z, P. Diddy, all these billionaires with money started HBCU on the West Coast. Okay. I'm going to help them. Okay. Um, what was your major at Smith? I started out as an international business major with a minor in Spanish. I got to my sophomore year in... <laughs> And failed statistics, mm-hmm. and I switched to a Spanish Cause major. Because you, you was going to all them calf parties and them gym parties. Oh, I definitely was not. I was not. You just wasn't studying. And stats is just, I'm just not a numbers person. Oh, I'm not an equations person like that. So, like, I got, I, I coasted through economics. I mean, I ace accounting if you can't do basic yeah. <laughs> bookkeeping. Yeah. It's adding and subtracting. But I got the stats, and stats is like, look here. <laughs> it's either you or me, and yeah. it, it definitely wasn't me. So. so you switched up. I switched up, 
and good thing I had already tested out of a full year of Spanish at Smith, so I was a whole year ahead, and then was already taking classes for my Spanish minor, so I wasn't too far behind to graduate on track. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are some of your like most memorable times at oh, Smith gosh. that you could talk about on the podcast? You know, the go go at homecoming. I think was my freshman year. I think that's the last time we had a go go. Okay, that was you, the first time I really was introduced to like go go music during homecoming. During homecoming, let's take all, all the way a step back. Like Seattle, right? I've never been. Like, was it a culture shock coming oh. from like? Seattle to Charlotte, or like just being around all black people. Definitely. What was that like? Definitely. Um, Contrary to popular belief, Seattle's not fully white. It's a lot of, it's a large Asian population. Yeah, it's green. Seattle's green. (laughs) Money wise and tree wise. True. But um, no, there's a large uh, Asian population. Um, but it, then again, it is very diverse. Like, my graduating class in high school was very diverse. You had um, East African, West African, Pacific Islanders, as in, like, you know, Samoans, Tongans, Hawaiians, and then, you know, Filipinos. Um, and then you had Ukrainians, Russians, regular, mm. I don't want to say regular black people, but, you know, African Americans. Yeah. So then moving to the, or, you know, coming to Smith, I'm just like, I didn't know so many black people in one place existed. Right. It was right. like a black utopia for me. Right. So it was definitely a culture shock. Uh, being from the West Coast, like, we're very, like, tunnel vision. Like, you, you're going. Like, you don't really stop to talk to anybody. I had to learn how to speak to people when I entered a room when I moved down here. Yeah. That was totally different. Um, I had to get used to people that didn't know me speaking to me. That was weird for me because I'm just like, I don't know you. Why are you speaking to me? So, but yeah, it's definitely a culture shock. So when you finished up, was there ever a thought to move back? Oh, definitely. Because I miss my family. Yeah. Um, That's what I was used to. I wanted to go back to my comfort zone. But then I realized I outgrew being home like I did 19 plus years in Seattle. So it was time for me to like be uncomfortable and, you know, explore something new. Okay. Um, cosmetology, makeup. Mm-hmm. When did that become a love, a passion for you? Um, it started in high school, actually. My, I tell this story all the time. My senior year of high school, I wanted to spend all my money on my dress and my shoes for prom. And so I ended up getting a job, my first job, and I saved up all my money. I got my dress custom made, um, and I was like, I'll just do my makeup for prom, not realizing like you could go to the MAC counter or you don't get your makeup done at like Sephora or whatever. So I made my first real purchase of makeup and was addicted and so it just followed me through the rest of my senior year through college to the point where I was just like forget Smith I'm gonna just go ahead and get a cosmetology certification yeah. um, and at this point now like I'm anticipating 
um, my esthetician certification so I can do like body waxing and skincare, stuff like that. So I'll be enrolled to become an esthetician in January. Okay. It's been, it turned, it was, it was a hobby and it turned into like a career. I don't even want to try to spell that word. Esthetician? (laughs) I don't even want to put you on the spot right now. E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-I-A-N, esthetician. Say it again. E-S-T-H, I think I spelled it wrong, E-T-I-C-I-A-N. I I think I spelled it right. No, I think I spelled it right. No, no, I'm messing with you. It's all good. (laughs) Um, So, Bear Beauty Experience, Mm -hmm. when, when did it start? Um, I mean, it started in high school, Yeah, but, but when did you, like, you know what, I'm going to make a business out of this? I started to make a business out of it while I was at Smith. Um, you know, practicing on my friends and stuff like that. Like, you know, some of my teammates, they had their own businesses. So my friend, Sabrina, she was doing hair. Teammates. Yeah, volleyball. 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 Okay. Play volleyball at Smith. Okay. So, you know, Sabrina was doing hair, and I was like, well, I'm doing this makeup thing. Let me, like, take it serious because, like, everybody needs some extra coin while in college. Yeah. So it started out, um, I don't even remember what the first name was, but then it turned into Beat by E. I remember those days. Yeah. And then Beat by E Beauty turned into a Bear Beauty experience. Beat by E, that sounded kind of aggressive. You know right, I mean? Exactly. So I wanted to tone it down a bit, sound a little welcoming, personable, yeah. less aggressive, yeah. even though I'm still aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bear Beauty experience. I remember, uh, I think it was like my second, third year at West Mech, because um, you do get in the community and you... You had a uh, like a prom initiative. Yeah, I did. Talk, talk, talk about that. Like, what was the what was the so, thought behind that? I um, linked up with you, and I spent basically what was like all three lunches at West Mech, and I was just demoing like sample prom looks for the students. So then they had a makeup artist for prom. Yeah, um, and I was offering a discount, and then that actually turned into, um, I think it was like two years later, it turned into something called promination, which is like prom nomination. So I would rely on admin and teachers within, you know, Charlotte Mech schools or even like surrounding areas to nominate kids, guys and girls um, that you know, couldn't necessarily afford the beauty services for prom, um, but definitely deserved it. And I think it's an, an, uh, something I will continue to do. Yeah. Um, even with like prom being canceled and stuff like that. I mean, prom is expensive. Senior year is expensive. Yeah, I was about to say so, like COVID. COVID messed that whole industry up with prom. Well, it did. It weddings. Proms, uh, baby showers, like birthdays, yeah. Yeah. homecomings, because who knows what's going to look like for high school homecoming, let right, alone right, right. university homecoming. Right. So, yeah, the beauty industry definitely took a hit when it, with COVID. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't go to the barbershop for a minute. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I understand your pain. Yeah, um, but yeah, I was gonna get into that. Like, you know, I know that's a wedding and prom season, I'm sure a host of other seasons, especially like I could speak for a prom season, like that is a full live legit season. Like, yeah. you know, people wanna get tuxedos, yep. dresses, yeah. makeup, haircuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how did you get through those months knowing that like People anticipate seasons. Right. What was that like for you? For me, it was a heartbreak. Because for me, prom is fun. Right. Because um, it's like almost like a little mini wedding. It's not as stressful. But for me, I love, despite what my mom thinks, I love the kids. So doing prom for me is like, I don't want to say charity work, but it's like extracurricular for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. So when I wasn't able to do prom, I'm just like, dang, what am I, what am I going to do? And then wedding season was pushed back. And I'm like, where's my, my money? Right. <laughs> and then like just being active, like I had to keep my, my hands busy. If I'm not having clients, I had to keep my hands busy just in case you like when we opened up right. and beauty was a thing. So... So it was I, tough. I know nothing about this stuff. I mean, I, I know my wife's doing whatever she's doing in the <laughs> bathroom, but like, I mean, I think when I first started noticing like makeup for real on other women's, like the whole eyebrows tell it all. Oh, yes. Can we talk about it? Yeah, we definitely can. Some people doing right, some people doing wrong. I totally agree. <laughs> How do you mess them up? Wrong color, wrong shape. They're not, I just use them black. Like, I it's What just color so are they many, supposed to use? Brown. There's variations of brown. We have so many different names for brown. Coffee, toffee, cafe, chestnut, um, charcoal, well, not charcoal. Charcoal's kind of like a gray, but we have so many different names for brown yeah. and different shades of brown, and you decide to use black. Hey, that, that's like my number one pet peeve. I can I can do what I can. Fix Some women your the eyebrows shape. just pop off there. I can fix the eyebrows. You can't even shape. give them a hug without you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand when someone uses a black eyebrow pencil or eyeliner pencil on their eyebrows. That's like my number one pet peeve. So, what is the most basic tip you can give them to? touch up on their eyebrows? Clear mascara, honestly. Okay. You can get clear mascara to help shape your, like, you know, give you a nice, neat brow. It won't rub off. You don't have to worry about your eyebrow leaving your face yeah. and end up on somebody else's shirt. Like, it's clear. There's no pigment. But the consistency of the mascara helps lay down the brow hairs. Let's talk about these eyelashes. <laughs> eyelashes are a thing now. Yes, they are. Why so many? Why so large? Like, what's going on? I honestly, I'm blessed with natural lashes. Yeah. Um, but I do put on, you know, a strip here or there. I can't wrap my head around, like, the 50-millimeter lash extensions that women are getting. Yeah. I'm very, I don't want to say it, but I'm very basic when it comes to makeup. And 
I don't need all that. And my thing is just like, what 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 can you accomplish with long long lashes? Yeah. Because you can't see. Because like the bigger they get and the fluffier they get, the heavier they get, which means your eyes are not as. But some open. of them last longer though, right? Yes. So like, there's strip lashes, which is just like basically if you were to take a, like a strip of tape. Lashes are all on one strip. Yeah. Then you have clusters, which is like three little hairs onto one little, you know, bound together, and you put them on, and you can create your own type of lash. Yeah. Then you have these extensions where, like, your lashes look longer and more full. There's all types. There's serums for you to help grow your lashes, all types of stuff. So... There are like temporary lashes and then like semi-permanent and all types of yeah, it's a whole it's a whole thing. They need to just hire you. Yeah, they should. They definitely should. Cause I mean, I can do it all. So do you like walk me walk us through like a package? Like how do you do it? Like somebody somebody like I got obviously I got a little sister. My little sister's into this stuff too, but if I'm like, yo. I want to pay for my little sister to go to prom. Okay. Her stuff, like, what's the package so like? So most usually during prom season, I'm running a special. Yeah. Um, and so all you gotta do is go on my Instagram, Bear Beauty Experience, all one word on Instagram, and I have a button on there that says book, and I'll take you right to my booking page, and you can put all your information in, what time what type of appointment you want, all that stuff. You go to them or they come to you? They can come to me or I can go to them. Right now during COVID, everybody's coming to me. Only for sanitation reasons. Yeah. Um, but so if we're going to speak in COVID terms, you would come to me. Um, and it's one rate in my studio. So studio rate is $90. And you get, um, your sister would get like, Skin prep, so basically I moisturize her skin, make sure like the right products are on her skin. So one, the makeup lasts all day, and of course she's not breaking out or anything like that. Um, she would get, since she's younger, I believe she's under 18. 17, let's say Okay, 17. okay, so yeah, she's still a chap. So um, I would still like preserve her youth without, but not making her, but help her feel like, you know, she has makeup on. So my job is basically to enhance the natural beauty that you already have without making you look like anybody else. Right. And that includes lashes, you get lipstick, my prom girls and guys get like a little touch-up kit, so you get like the lipstick that I put on you, um, a little bit of powder just in case you're like me and get oily, so you get all that. Um, and plus the initial application. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. And then if you refer someone to me or you come back to me, you get 20% off your next application. Just had this random question thought. Is it healthy for a woman person? I mean, I get it. People like in Hollywood have to touch up often, but is it healthy to use makeup every day? Nah healthy no but there are products that do have good ingredients in them that help with skin so like for instance i can say personally the foundation that i use has sps and f mm, i can't talk sps in it which is going to help with the um, sun damage 
Um, it has vitamin E in it, which is gonna help with like dark spots and stuff like that um, and help with the enrichment of the skin. So it's more helpful than it is hurtful, but there are some products out there that are more hurtful than helpful. Yeah. So it's definitely important to check the expiration dates on your products, wash your brushes and your sponges on, I say at least weekly. Um, do your skincare, you know, use soap that's made, or not soap, but use a cleanser that's made for the face. So, I mean, I tell people all the time, great makeup starts with great skin, and you gotta take care of your skin. You gotta take care of your skin, because we have a lot, we have oily skin, we're black. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, do guys come and see you at all? I have yet to have, no, I've had one guy client, and I loved it. He was doing a, um, a photo shoot for his album um, and he got really like basic it was just like to control the pigmentation in his skin because he had a beard and you know he shaves and so I was just putting um, a little bit of foundation on his face just to even out his skin tone and just powder because it was hot outside and we were in yeah. the sun and that was about it. But, it, I mean, it came out great. He didn't feel weird about it. I mean, there are men that do wear makeup. Um, so, I mean, Fox 46, Nick wears makeup. I mean, again, he's on TV. So, that, to me, that's justifiable. But, like, if I'm about to go to the grocery store and I put, like, this foundation, that's makeup, right? Yeah. That's weird, you know, if I just but put that some, I mean, some men think, like, they're completely naked without getting going out the door with you know, foundation on. Some people say that uh, a man's beard is almost like makeup. You know what I mean? That's how, you know, that's the new the new thing. What are your thoughts on that? I agree. I won't say makeup. Well, it could be makeup. It could either be the makeup or the wig because women look completely different, can look completely different with makeup on or without their wig on. Yeah. And men can look like two different people <laughs> without a beard or with a beard. For so. sure. I think it's, yeah. So will you become a esthetician? I will be. I, I'm speaking it into yeah, a we, manifestation. When that happens, the E word. Yes. <laughs> um, what kind of services will you be offering to men? Um, skincare and waxing. Um, so facials, um, if they like to get their brows touched up or shaped, I will definitely do that for them. Um, I'm, I love Dr. Pimple Popper, so I'm very excited for the portion of when I get to extract pimples out of people's nah. faces and backs <laughs> and things of that nature <laughs> and shoulders. But yeah, I'll be doing that also. So basically any like skin need that doesn't take me to a medical esthetician and yeah. just the, you know, Cosmetic esthetician, I will provide to, because I'm an equal opportunity, like, beautypreneur. Like, I don't discriminate with my clients. You know, women, men, trans men, trans women, whoever wants to be. For sure. Makeup and beauty is, like, one size fit all. Like, yeah. it's for everyone. I think I know the answer to this question I like to ask my, my guests is, how do you measure success? I mean, obviously, you're providing a service mm -hmm. that make people look better. So how do you provide, I mean, how do you measure success in your business? For me, it's happiness. My happiness and then my, my client's happiness. So if they are 
completely happy with what I provide, that makes me happy. And then for me, I've been successful. I don't feel like I've succeeded um, in what I feel like I've been called to do if my client is not completely happy. Right. So for me, it's definitely happy. So is it like them getting out of the chair, phone all in their face, yes. in the mirror? Like yeah. if, if they don't, if they don't do that, then you're like, oh I need shoot. A good, the my perfect reaction, because I, I try to take the reaction or record the reactions of my clients when I hand in the mirror, and I need them to like be shocked one. And then, like, taken back that they could look like that, yeah. but then realize this is me. So I need them to channel like their. Do they hit you with like a yes? Yeah, I need a. I can't really do it. I know. You, you know what I, I mean? Yes, I know what you. I know what Say you. Say it. Mean. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Um, I need them to channel their, you know, inner Megan the Stallion. You know. What that mean? Like. Megan's lingo? Not even that, but like just the attitude. You know, I'm a. Can I curse on here? Uh, sure. You, you know, I'm a bad bitch. You know, so. Okay. Yeah, I need them to yeah, channel their inner bad. first curse word ever said on the oh, podcast. Okay. I had to ask permission first. Some people. Nah, you good. You good. I know you we know. All grown, we don't want to lose just, our sponsors over here. Right, you know what so I'm saying? So I just wanted to ask. Yeah, sure. we got some sponsors. I like to works. ask for permission, and you, you know, know, rather than apologize. If you don't hear another episode of the Keep the Money on the Floor <laughs> podcast, I, I, look, I ask for consent first you know, before I'll, just going straight into. Nah, it's this. cool, but no, it just again that feeling, right? Yeah, it's you know definitely. I mean? Somebody look in the mirror because it's, it's just like with me. I go to the barber shop, yeah. like I wanna. I look forward to holding that mirror, like all right, you did your thing today, right. bro. I'm at the point where my barber now, where I don't even look at the mirror. Because I trust him so much. I don't even check my hair. I just look at the mirror to take the hairs off my face because I don't like hair on my face. Mm. But I know when I get out of his chair, I'm the baddest baldy walking at a North Lake Mall. Shout okay. Out to no grease. No grease. Yeah. You need to go to the grooming lounge. I'm going to support our Smithites and continue okay. to go to no grease. Say that, say that, say <laughs> Keeping that. Keeping the money on the floor. Keep the money on the floor. Yeah, I need to, you know, the no grease guys never hit me back, but, you know, I I want to bring them on the podcast. Well, just At least one of them. Manifest. You never know. Yeah, we're going to throw that out there. Six degrees of separation. Right? Oh, yeah, no, nah, they can, they yeah. can get touched. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pause. Um, <laughs> as far as, like, clients, like, have you ever did any, like, you know, a-listers, celebrities, I wouldn't, okay. almost celebrities, well, industry adjacent people. Well, I like to tell people that I am famous adjacent because I did Tondo's makeup when she was Miss JCSU. Tondo, Oprah's daughter. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so when I, she I had was to think for a second. Yeah, you gotta. So <laughs> I was Tondo's makeup artist when she was reigning Miss JCSU. Yeah. So famous to Jason Thicke. Shout out Tondo. Shout out Tondo. Love her. Motherland. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I've done Bobby Light's makeup. I've done... Bobby Light? Okay, who's that? He's from Love & Hip Hop. I've done a lot of Love & okay. Hip Hop people. You might have to explain to me and my guests. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. Google Bobby Lights is from Love & Hip Hop Miami. Um, who else have I done? I've done 
Sincerely, Ward. She's um, Wags. Oh, don't have me lie. She's one off of one of the Wags series, and she was also in um, Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I have done a okay. few, like, celebrities. To me, like, my everyday clients are my celebrities to me. Okay. Like, so yeah. And my wife mentioned your name a couple of weeks ago, so. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Hopefully we were, good things. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, we were supposed to do this photo shoot that didn't happen, and I think um, she was going to. She photo shoot for what? It was a, uh, this big Airbnb, like, mansion. Uh-huh. And uh, some friends of ours, they just wanted like some 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 people they know to come and some casual shots. So okay, yeah. When it comes back around, I remind. I mean, it. yeah. If you need a photographer, I got somebody for you. It was their thing. We were just showing oh, up. Okay, we cool, were the cool, cool, yeah. Cool. We were the I, objects I you, of the you, day. But definitely keep me in mind. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you got any deals going on right now? Um, like right what's going now, on? Shout well, your shout your stuff out. Um, right now. Actually gearing up to be teaching a class. So um, any aspiring makeup artists or people that have been in the industry for a while and just need a little touch up on their techniques, I am yeah. teaching a bearskin boot camp, which is a three-hour class. You get a demo and a hands-on portion. So I will be there basically breaking down my process of how I apply makeup to the skin um, to other makeup artists um, so then that they can, you know, have control of their artistry, have confidence in their artistry, and basically to book their clientele, their dream clientele, yeah. um, and step into onto the path of being a pro successful professional makeup artist because I feel like I've gotten there. Talk about... Um that's dope, by the way. Talk about, like, social media and, like, makeup and just, you know, we talk about, like, social media as, like, people putting forth their best. It's a highlight reel. Mm -hmm. But, like, people want to look cool. They want to look fresh. They want to look dope. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, these apps help people like you. Right? They do. They do. Definitely, um, because, I mean, who doesn't want to look and feel good? Yeah. But then also Instagram and Facebook and, you know, everything else underneath the sun is definitely a marketing tool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, somebody may follow somebody I've done makeup. Let's say somebody follows Kayla Baysmore because of lingerie, Right. And if it, nobody knows that I'm Kayla's official makeup artist, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, this girl wearing this piece looks good. Her makeup's good. Well, who did her makeup? Bam. Yeah. There goes a potential client right there just based off of my relationship with another business owner. For sure. So Instagram and Facebook definitely help with um, me reaching out past people I actually know. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to grab onto or drop little nuggets on people of, you know, like, hey, I'm a makeup artist. If yeah. you're looking, or yeah. this is my work. Or you may not even realize you need a makeup artist. And you'd be like, oh, I am having a photo shoot. I didn't even think about getting my makeup done. Right. Let me check you out. Right. 
Right. So definitely, and I think a lot of people like to just get on get on Instagram, just cut you know post photos yeah. to look good, and they want their makeup done. It's, it's just like that, you know, like for us, you know, ain't nothing like that feeling getting out the chair and you, right. you know. Right. Get on the Insta story, like Instagram, side to side, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like Instagram is a tool to hype people up. Absolutely. Sure. So, like... Quick validation. Right, quick. Let's talk about it. I mean, I call our generation the microwave generation because we love inst- instant gratification. We do. So, you know, quickly just put on a little face, get on Instagram, post a photo, wait for the likes, That's and the bam, cool thing. now put you got, you know, face. your serotonin levels are up because, you oh, know, yeah. you got, you got it's, it's the, the it's 150 the, hype man heart, uh, heart your, your photo. It's crazy because it's a free drug and it's the most dangerous drug. But that's a whole nother podcast, yeah. man. But listen, um, before we close, I just want to thank you. No, thank you. For not only coming on here, but I know, like, whenever I'm doing, like, a party, whenever I got some merch, whenever <laughs> I need, you know, like, something going on. And I know if I, you know, if I forget to pick you for something, you're like, yes, yo, I what's up? Like, we beefing? Yeah, you be Lex. you be checking me like, yo, did did you lose my number? <laughs> but no, that means that you care, and that no, means that I you really support, support and mm-hmm. get behind me. So, you know, man, we we've been doing business for a while. Man, you used to help me sell the little the bottles and bottles all that, that stuff. I would have students come to my office and be yeah. like, yo, you got some bottles? I'm like, yes. Yeah, like, we, they're not of liquor. We, <laughs> we, was, of liquor. we was we was we was doing numbers that yeah, year. Yeah, trapping out of Smith. Yeah, but I appreciate you. Can you shout your socials out one more time? Yes, my Instagram is Bear Beauty Experience. It's all one word. Um, and then on Facebook, Bear Beauty Experience. Those are the two platforms I'm on right now. Um, you can find the link to the Bear Skin Boot. Bu- I can't talk today. Bear Skin Boot Camp on my Instagram page is linked in my bio. You can also find my booking site on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, if you have any questions, you can definitely DM me, email me. Um, don't text me. Don't text him. Listen, <laughs> this has been episode six of the Keep the Money on the Four podcast. Um, if you can spell esthetician <laughs> without Googling it, I will pay for you a, a service. Love. Chipotle bowl, whatever. Nah, but E, I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, Until next time, signing out. Keep the money on the Ford podcast. Thank you.